0: Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. I'm known as the Mental MacGyver. My doctorate is in organizational business psychology with a concentration in sport and performance. And I provide luxury level, high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Alyssa Hecker. She is the go-to general counsel, collaborative partner, and creative problem solver for businesses and the arts and entertainment industries. I have Jim Tam, he is a principal client director with Corn Ferry's Digital Group, where he advises organizations on how to improve their sales effectiveness through using world-class sales methodology and technology. And I have Bo Short, he is currently a speaker, mentor, and author. Previously, he was a CEO and president at both privately held and publicly traded companies in the consumer products and tech sectors. The question I have today, at work, what makes a leader a bully versus having high expectations and creating accountability. Alyssa, can you kick us off? I am happy
1: to. This question was so interesting because it reminded me of a previous um, work experience, which I'm sure we can all bring up with this kind of thing. Uh, I was working at a company. It was arts related, brought in a new CEO who came from the banking world. All of a sudden things were coming from the top down and it was, you must do it this way. Everything must change, toe the line, very different feel and what happened was instead of mentoring and lifting up and working from within we were given basically a directive and it destroyed the company Uh, and I think when people come in any kind of managerial position if you come in saying this is how it must be done and this goes back to an older conversation we had if you scold or if you direct rather than uplift lead by example explain um, and mentor, I don't want to say reward people for behavior, but work with, I think you end up having bullying and it it works against the best interests of the company.
2: Yeah, I would agree with all of Alyssa's points. I think I would also add intent into the conversation here. I think a bully usually is the intent of putting people down, not necessarily with the purpose of also uplifting. I mean, sometimes you can motivate people because some people do need a kick in the butt to get going. But if you only have the stick and never the carrot, and it comes off like you want to uplift yourself by putting other people down, that, to me, that's a
3: bully. It's interesting you say that. I think mandate is a management style. It doesn't mean it's a good management style, but it's a management style. And let's face it, there's good and bad leaders. So I think there's some people that rise to a level where their mandate style is, is ineffective, especially in certain cultures. There's certain cultures of industry where that mandate style plays well, Usually though what I've found is leaders that have a mandate, do it my way or the highway style, are usually lack confidence in in themselves. And that's why they do that. I do think there's a difference between being a bully and somebody because I think if you're a a a bully, then you're a bully at home, you're a bully at work. You can't you can pretend not to be, but you can't separate these two things because that's who you are. And it's not the employees that should be gone, it's the leader that should be gone. I
1: do have to say, just to respectfully disagree, I've known managers who work well in the workplace but actually are bullies and very nasty to their family at home, where you're able to see them control it in certain circumstances where they're liked and respected, and then they go home and they're potentially abusive, which I think is different. I think it goes back to both what Bo and uh, Jim said that there's a lack of confidence. The bullies are always insecure. And they take it out on others? I, I, I guess the thing I would add to that,
3: and this is something I feel very strongly about when I interact with people, when I've spent time with people. It, I, I have this thing where I say is you can't have character at home and not have it at work. You can't have character at work and not have it at home. It means you don't have character. So if you're a bully at home and not at work, you're still a bully. I mean, you're still a bully that's true. because that's, that's who you are. Yeah. And you can pretend to be somebody you're not, but, but I could sit in your garage and call myself an automobile, but it won't make me, right? <laughs> I could pretend in the workforce to portray this image of this wonderful human being. But I think the the longer you get to know people, just like you know this person to be abusive at home and not at work, I, I would assume that your perception of this person is, well, you're just not, re- you're not sincere. It's not who you are. Right.
0: Uh, The question I'd like to ask is, how do I, as a leader, hold someone accountable and say, this is what it has to be, but not be a bully? What does that look like?
2: I think if you follow that question or that directive up with support, then you're not a bully. But if you you just scold that person and say, this is what it's got to be, and don't give that person any direction or maybe explain why, then I think you come off as a bully. It reminds me of people who lead military and they go into the private sector, civilian life. And they bring that to our style. Them. It takes some a while because it's tough to work for people. But it used to be my way the highway and don't ever you know, question what I say because I have these stripes.
1: And I think it's also important to set up, similar to what Jim said, reasonable expectations and examples and also the feeling of we're all in it together and we're working for a common goal. I think when people feel like they have buy-in, they really want to do better and they want to achieve. Uh, And that also always goes back to mentoring. If the manager wants to bring people up and maintain long term relationships, the manager will do without being, you don't have to be everybody's friend, but you do have to do reasonable expectations, feedback. There are some people who may be more open to feedback or not. So I think it's important also to understand how one's communication style may be different with the different people who you're managing in order to make it as effective as possible.
3: <laughs> a, a great leader is somebody that, that casts a big vision. I think we all know that, but has certain parameters they want people to work within. Mm-hmm. And the truth is you can be a tough but an inspiring leader that people want to work for mm-hmm. and to work with, but that's not being a bully. I think the bully part to me is just completely unacceptable. But I think the strong, um, this is the way we're gonna make this happen, let's storm the gates attitude is a rallying cry for a lot of people. I, I think we have a lot of people that are really good leaders that that oftentimes don't know how to interact with certain people. On the one hand, it's hard to find people that wanna come in and do their part. And on the other hand, when you find them, you never want to lose. Them. I think there's just too much appeasement right now and not enough expectation and living. I mean, if the leader's not living it, right? because that's the problem. When the leader doesn't live it, the leader's got to live what they say and do it in a way that brings everybody to them, to the goal.
0: That's interesting. That word appeasement. I'm going to have to think about that. I think there's another quick hits in there somewhere. I know someone right now who's in a situation where her leader bullies down, but looks really good and brown noses up. And she's really struggling with that because his leadership thinks, oh, he's so great. But underneath him, it's an absolute disaster. Do we have any advice for someone who's being bullied from someone who looks good from the top?
2: This is where you get some counsel from HR too. Just say, hey, this is a track record as anybody else I just want to tell you about. It's what experience. she's
0: hearing from the outside, too. So mm-hmm. she's not the only one who thinks it. Yeah.
3: You know, I think what I think what happens in a situation like this, I mean, it's interesting. I was president of the American Leadership Foundation. Admiral Thomas Moore, who was former chairman of the Joint Chiefs mm-hmm. of Staff, sat on my board. And I asked him one day about leadership and winning leadership. He said, what I do is if I focus on serving my troops honorably, I'm always serving my superiors honorably. He goes, so focus on serving your troops honorably. And that was very uh, insightful to me. But in this, taking that into this case, I think what happens a lot of time with boards uh, uh, and and superiors, sometimes you just don't want to know the problems, Mm -hmm. even though you you know there are problems. And so what happens is if that person is coming forward, pretending like they're wonderful, people aren't stupid. Most oftentimes their superiors know everything's not wonderful But as long as no, and I agree with Jim, as long as nobody brings it forward and brings it to HR, for example, Mm -hmm. it will fester and it'll get worse and worse until it implodes. And then you're forced to deal with it. I I don't think a lot of superiors are ignorant to problems. I think they have a sense of the problems, but their attitude becomes, I have so many issues to deal with. If this isn't bubbling over, I'm going to deal with the ones that are.
1: Right. It is tough though. And I agree to an extent with Jim about bringing it to human resources, but if she's the only one who speaks up and it's hard to get other people too, that will bode poorly for her and her relationship with her manager.
0: That's fear.
1: it's tough. Sometimes it's really good to get a personal coach outside because sometimes also it's, depending on if your manager's a man and what else of you has a different style, maybe you're perceived a certain different way or you're perceiving things that may or may not be happening, but that might be a way for her to get outside of the company and work internally to see if there are things she can affirmatively do and or look elsewhere if she's really
0: concerned about what's happening. And that's it. They're getting ready to lose a really good employee because she's just over it. So that is our 10 minutes. I'm going to have to cut this conversation off here. Thank you so much for having it with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.